Hey, I'm Brian Jacobs, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this episode of Witch Police Radio. And I'd also like to personally invite you to my upcoming show, February 29th, Solid Gold Country, happening at the famous Kenmore Theatre in Morton. Tickets available through Eventbrite. Solid Gold Country with the Brian Jacobs Band, February 29th in Morton. Tickets at Eventbrite. Dark night. We talk a lot on this podcast about independent artists developing their careers and turning music into a full-time gig instead of just a hobby. One aspect that we don't discuss enough is the financial side of things. I'm not an expert in that department, but here's a guy who is. Trevor Fisher of way Too wealth Management is a local certified financial planner who can help you start planning your financial independence. Although Trevor was recommended to me by some local musicians and past guests on the show, can also help young people plan for their financial future, help those close to retirement map out their next steps, get young families on the road to success, and more. Call Trevor at 204-471-3011 or email him at trevor at way2wealth.ca to get your finances on the right track today. All mutual funds provided through Fundex Investments Incorporated. Country singer Sean Burns has just released his passion project, a Bakersfield half-dozen, with his band Lost Country. The record is a tribute to the iconic honky-tonk Bakersfield sound and features a who's who of local players. This episode of the podcast is a conversation about that album, about Sean's career, his interest in this particular subgenre of country music, and a whole lot more. It's a fun episode which includes four tracks from the new record, and I hope you enjoy. Also, I don't talk about it much. But one way you can support the podcast, if you feel so inclined, is via our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com witchpolice to see how you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and help pay for the incidentals that come with producing a podcast twice a week. I want to give a huge shout out to past Witch Police guest and new patron on the Patreon page, Keith Price, who's all the way over in New Zealand pursuing his jazz dreams and he still had the time to make a pledge to the podcast. And... Thanks to you, Keith, for always being a strong supporter of local music, a strong supporter of what I do, and a huge thank you to everyone who has ever contributed to helping out the podcast in any way. Thanks a lot. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Witch Police Radio! Witch Police Radio! Witch Police Radio! Witch Police Radio! Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Witch Police Radio! So I guess just to start things off completely, you have a very exciting new project yeah. that you've been working on for a while and is now about to kind of enter yeah. the world, Tomorrow right? is the official release day, t- Tuesday, Tuesday, February Tuesday. 11th. Yeah. Okay. okay, so as someone, I mean, I listen to a fair amount of country music, definitely not at a level that I'm sure you do and mm-hmm. a lot of other people have had on the show do, but I guess if you could just kind of explain what the Bakersfield sound is, because that's kind of the, the basis on, on what this project Absolutely, is. Absolutely, right? so yeah. I have an yeah. idea, but I think you can probably... Well, I think it's kind of rooted in like uh, so many folks that moved out there from Oklahoma, industry type people. There's a big oil boom, right? So there'd there'd be these sort of loud, rowdy bars, and the bands had to be loud to to, to get over time. Yeah, this is, you know, in days of primitive PA systems. Sure, yeah. What era is this, like 50s, 60s? Yeah, like mid-50s is when it sort of would have got going, and then into the early 60s. By the time it's early 60s, it's like in the mainstream, like Buck Owens and stuff, right? Yeah, so that's the more kind of upbeat, faster, louder. Yeah, definitely, louder, like like honky-tonk band, guitar, pedal steel, and 
uh, and they're over like you know loud bar rooms. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. So that's kind of the genesis of the whole thing. It's okay. like not. It wasn't country music like Nashville was putting out at the time. Sure, they're sure. Doing it on their own. It's their more own raw, terms. I guess, and more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You listen to it now. It's like the things that they, that would be considered raw or like like uh, edgy. It's like yeah. it's, it's pretty. You know. But at the time, it at was the a time. Big it, was, deal, yeah. it was a big splash. Okay. Yeah. So what is the uh, what appeals to you about that stuff? I mean, musically. I think it's like still music that has a lot of uh, a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, like a lot of attitude. Sure. Um, yeah. But still performed by like these really you know beautiful singers and great musicians. Yeah. You know, okay. Still okay. classy. Yeah. But sure, it's still sure. like there's still a, a middle finger aspect. So it's got the punk rock it. aspect of it, but not, yeah. maybe not to the extent of, of yeah, destroying it, the stage kind of thing. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. still doing like doing it your way. Okay. You know. Okay. Not the not the way that they were doing it that the industry was kind of doing sure. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So and I mean there's so many great songs and it's like the the sound that I fell in love with when I started really listening to country. Music. Okay. okay. Yeah. But that's kind of a. I think it's probably fairly unusual for someone to start listening to that kind of stuff because it seems yeah. like one of those sort of subgenres that people maybe gravitate towards after getting more sort of, I, I mean, I don't know, but most people I know who listen to country music heard big pop country stuff and then yeah. eventually did the backtracking and kind of found their way into the, the, the deeper cuts like that stuff, right? And my father was a musician. Okay. So okay. And he's a big fan of that stuff. So he had, and he's a guitar player and he's a big fan of Don Rich, who's Don, okay. Buck Owens' guitar player. So you heard all that so, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when I first like kind of got a sniff of it, I would ask him and then he had all this material cool. there, you know. Cool. That's awesome. So yeah. it's very lucky. It's a you great know? resource to have yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this, this record that you have coming out, it, it was recorded when at times changed when tensions was closed right yeah we did it like on a Tuesday and a Wednesday evening okay uh, we all have you know worked there played there for years so we talked to John and said you know can we use the club on Tuesday Wednesday night we're gonna do it in the afternoon but now there's businesses upstairs and right there's, yeah yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah you know because they renovated the whole block yeah, yeah, yeah so there's a lot of stuff in there so uh, we, we worked in the evening which is you know when mo most of us thrive anyways you yeah. know and uh, it's music that was sort of uh, meant for a bar room and so it made sense to do it sure. in the bar you yeah. know and you know like and, and someone asked me why we didn't do it live like with an audience but we didn't well, that was my next yeah, question actually. We yeah, did, yeah. yeah we did that uh, last year with the compilation that we okay. did through okay. CKUW and uh, kind of wanted you know a little bit more control over the whole thing if we had to redo something we could yeah yeah sure um, which we didn't really do much of so you know it's kind of the way our band sounds okay was it was it chosen specifically because you had access to the place, or because yeah, you liked I mean, the, the sound of the uh, venue? As well? Both, like yeah. it's, a, it's a great sounding room, and uh, and we got keys. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good reason. And, yeah. and, and truthfully, like going into a studio, like sort of the rigid sort of feeling and like the time constraints of yeah. you know whatever 10 a.m. to whatever 4 p.m. and uh, it seemed like there'd be less distractions if we were going to the bar at night to work right, right. you know and uh, on our own time so we could stay there till 3 in the morning or we could have left at midnight that's you know? cool yeah so, yeah it was yeah. really kind of cool it was fun, it was fun when, when you're playing like you said that kind of music that's more raw and more upbeat and louder and kind of made for a live audience does it yeah. how do you keep that energy up when there isn't a crowd there um I think everyone's recorded enough, like the, of us, that, and we all sort of hold ourselves and each other to a high standard. So okay. it's like, you know, if you don't believe it, it's going to come across like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's pretty easy for me to, to like singing the songs if you have to sing them over and over, which we didn't do, you know. But it was just a few that we did a couple times. Uh, it's pretty easy to be inspired with with that band, like okay. you know, Grant on guitars. Grant Siemens is, is uh, you know, as good as, as they come. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to like, you know, and if I don't, if I'm not bringing it my best, he's the first one to, to say something. Okay. Well, and just looking at the, the list of players too, those are mm -hmm. all people who have been involved in Winnipeg, especially country music, well, yeah. music for forever. Big right? time. So, yeah. 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 Really lucky to have those folks. So how, how long have you worked with most of them? Has it been? It's been on and off. Like Grant and I started working together, uh, 
like when he's not on the road with Corb, he's, right, he's right. you know, he, we're real good pals and we live really close together. Uh, three years he's been kind of coming okay. and going. And Joanna Miller on drums, she's been like on and off for probably five years. Okay. But she's been the steady one for the last few years. Well, she's played with everybody, right? Like, everybody. Yeah. Like I always say, every asshole that, uh, with yeah. a guitar yeah, in yeah. Winnipeg yeah. Uh, has hired Joanna sure, at yeah, some point yeah. or another, you know. And uh, Skinny Dick, Ryan Skinny Dick from Lethbridge, he's a pedal steel player. Okay. He comes in, he's the same thing. A few years, you know, we've been kind of going and t- going together. Okay. Yeah. Does that make it easier to just sort of uh, get that live sound then? Because you have Absolutely. so much experience. Yeah, we toured pretty hard with off the last record. Yeah. You play every night in a different situation. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's like, you know, the sound is rugged or, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a crappy place. Uh, so we've been through it together. Okay. You know, everyone, everyone knows everyone's best, I think. Well, with this kind of. Uh, Harkening back to that old sound, uh-huh. what is the uh, what kind of reception are you expecting? I mean, is it, I'm sure there are obviously pockets of people who have clung to that and always loved it, and and younger, older, whatever, who still mm-hmm. kind of they, they dig that vibe. But do you think it's a harder sell because you're going to something so specific rather than just being country music uh, writ large? I don't know if I ever thought like that. I think it's like we're pretty we're operating on the on the fringes already, right? You know. Um, I don't think that anyone that's seen the band or knows the band would be it's surprised. Not shock them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's kind of like just a continuation of what we've been doing and what okay. we do live. Okay. Um, re- truthfully, man, this is a bit of a this is kind of a bit of a placeholder. It was like, so, and and the last sort of snapshot of this band in time. Like Grant's going to be gone all year. Okay. Um, I'm going to make another record in the spring. So it was, and not not here in Winnipeg. So it was kind of important to me to have us all on one more thing together. Yeah, yeah. And have it like with doing it live like that, uh, like just how this band sounds right now is important. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's it's like a niche project, but it looks really good. Yeah. It turned out really good, and I think uh, I think it's already I'm a little surprised. You know, doing more than I thought I was going to do for cool. it. I cool. just thought you'd do the short run and get like our you know, hardcore fans yeah, interested. Yeah. Uh, and now sort of you know getting it's getting a you know. S- s- Short legs, cool, but it's cool. got some legs. That's cool, yeah. yeah. Well, and you released this only on vinyl, right? Mm-hmm. And then digital as well. Digital yeah. tomorrow, yeah. yeah. And then maybe like in a month or so, um, get it on the streaming sites. And okay, stuff. but okay. that's not we're no no rush for that. You know? Was that just because of it being a kind of a short leg project? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like just a, just a, like a uh, in try to you know try to get some interest with the pre-orders because there's not many of these, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want it, you should get it. The we're not pressing it. Yeah. We're not touring it. So uh, hopefully, we sell out of them pretty quick. I'm a prisoner of the way 
stand I won't be long until my shoes touch distant ground Because there's too many bridges to cross over And then you have some other stuff that came along with it too, at the calendars and things. Yeah, like. I mean, it's really like six by six small calendar. It's got like every month's got a different, you know, Bakersfield sound okay. person, and uh, you know, there's you know birthdays and all the info and stuff. It was it took you know a little research, yeah, but yeah. It was, it's pretty cool. It turned out really good. Cool. Yeah. Where did the idea for that come from? Uh, I just I was trying to find something that was like kind of different and would be uh, affordable to ship. <laughs> yeah, fair and enough, so we were yeah. talking about all these little merch ideas, and then I don't know. I just thought we could get a calendar, um, you know, for shipping with the with the record was yeah, yeah. and uh, it worked out great. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's definitely different. I mean, mm -hmm. you see a lot of uh, kind of the same merch every time in calendars. Yeah. Unusual, yeah. Yeah. Usually, like you know, someone who's like shirts and beer koozies and yeah. you know, patches or whatever. It's like let's some let's just you know do something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that. Being in Winnipeg helps with a project like this because, I mean, first of all, you have such a support, supportive community, especially for anything roots related, whether mm -hmm. it's country or folk or bluegrass or any of that. There's a big scene for that here. And, yeah. and also, like, I imagine that uh, most of the people who are playing on the record have their own kind of followings and stuff as well because of all everyone they've played with. So oh, you yeah. sort of have a wide circle to, even if you're not touring it and stuff, to sort of get it out to you, right? Yeah, and we're going to do the show on Saturday, yeah. uh, February 15th at Times Changed, uh, which is like part of the Nashville night thing there now, okay. Okay. which is basically uh, like the New Orleans night. Cool. Um, so we'll be doing it every month with a different opener. Oh, cool, okay. Um, and so that's Saturday night's the release, so hopefully, you know, everyone... Yeah, those are big ones, right? Like, yeah. everyone's... It's really easy to get someone to come out to... Uh, like a release show. It is, yeah. yeah. That's the one people are going to show up to. Of course, yeah. 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 How, how did you pick the songs on the record? Because mm. there's, what, seven of them, right? There's seven of them. There was a couple I knew for sure we were going to do, songs that we do, uh, like, in our live show all the okay. time. Okay, And then we sort of talked about it all. Uh, Ryan, the steel player, he petitioned hard for one of them. It was one of the songs he sings okay. in his shows. And, uh, and so he sort of convinced me on that one. And uh, I wanted to include certain people uh, you know, like Buck Owens and Wynn Stewart and Red Simpson were really important yeah. Kay Adams was important to me She's she was a guest on the Buck Owens Ranch TV show okay. and she would sing some songs with him and uh, and she had a couple like real sad country songs so I wanted you know have a yeah. have a slow one have a fast one have an instrumental song have something where you have fiddle as well okay. and something where the steel would be featured so yeah we kind of just talked about it mostly Grant and, and Skinny and I and talked about it and then we kind of you know, this is, one of them was like a last-minute decision. Okay. okay. We need a seventh song, and we had, a seventh song for a half dozen. Yeah, yeah, and we'd <laughs> sort of like wavered on a couple, and it's like some of them you're just like, I wanted to do, but you just, I just can't see myself singing it. Okay. You know, okay. so like you say, it doesn't fit. Yeah, it just didn't fit, and I just can't imagine pulling it off, like, okay. and meaning it. So uh, we settled on some other stuff, and it really, I was, I'm happy with what we came came up with. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Were they? I mean, how, how deep did you have to dig for some of these songs? Were they all ones that you were already pretty familiar with, or were there some yeah, of them new to you? They were, they were all songs that I was familiar with that are, like, pretty uh, 
there were hits. Yeah, some I mean, them. I recognize some of them for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, no, just this the Kay Adams song is one. That it's called She Didn't Call Her Daddy. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. The kind of country music song that people hear and and think they hate country yeah. music because of yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. The real tear jerking really, ones. Really, yeah, yeah, like literal. And uh, and a lot of people had recorded it, but there's a version of her doing it on the TV show. Oh, cool. Okay. That I loved, and so I was, I was like, we got to do that, and we got to feature a female artists. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it was scarce in those days. You yeah, know? I bet. Yeah, yeah. So sure. uh, yeah, I mean, we we it was kind of came together pretty easily. How do you think this record fits in with the rest of your catalog? This is what your sixth or seventh? Uh, sixth, I think. They're all, like, the first few, <clears throat> I don't know, you talk to a lot of people. Do people hate their early music? Well, I was kind of going to get to that. I, I, a lot of people do, and a lot of people don't. Because I, I feel like, at some point, there's got to, I mean, I haven't played in bands in, like, a decade. Mm -hmm. And none of mine went anywhere. But I feel like, once you get to a certain point, there's got to be a point where you sort of switch over and go, okay, I can't do this anymore. Or do you, though? Like, are you well, still, do you feel like that old stuff when your first couple records is still something you could play today and not feel like kind of, oh, I've gone past this, or are you still cool with it? No, I don't play it anymore. Nope. And I even thought about sometimes on a solo show about playing some of the old songs. Yeah. It's like, and I can't even remember some of them. And I think that like, um, if you're not recording music, or, or it's like there's a snapshot of your like 25-year-old self yeah, yeah. Um, that people, most people don't have. And now I have it and it's like out in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's like, it's kind of embarrassing. It's like looking back at old social media photos. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. Whenever, yeah, when you used to be young and skinny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, so I try not to hate on it too much. I just don't, I just, I, I just, it's a different time. And then I uh, put a record out 2013 where we still play a good amount of that music. But as soon as I met Grant and had moved to Winnipeg, yeah. um, I stopped drinking a few years ago. Okay, okay. Well, that's going to change the tone of your stuff, man, too. Man, it sure, just yeah. was like, uh, everything just was sort of more streamlined and focused. Okay. And we had really sort of made a commitment to playing country music. Like, it was kind of like a thing that I would do with half of the show. Okay. Until it was like, no, this is like, you know, play on your strengths, and this is what you love. So we just kind of like continued on with it, and it, it morphed into this thing, and Grant was a big part of that. Okay. And, uh, and now it's all like, the last couple, the, the last, well, the compilation, the live record, which is just only partly us. But this Bakersfield and the music for taverns, bars, and honky tonks—like that's some continuity there. Yeah, sure. sure. You know, you can the honky tonk you know, thing is yeah, even yeah, the title there, and you yeah, can see yeah. it kind of growing and, and getting better and getting a little tighter and stuff. Okay. But yeah, no, I don't play too much of the old stuff.
When, when did your first one come out? I first got a record out, out in 2008 or 9. Okay, nine. okay. And man, that was just for the... I was doing a lot of solo gigs, like mostly cover gigs. Okay, okay. Um, I was 25 years old, and uh, I just need something to sell off stage. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a mixture of some songs I had and right. some songs I played in the show. And Not then, thought uh, out as an album. Not right? really. Yeah. And then the, the second one, I, I thought I was... Uh, I thought I was great, you know, I was in my <laughs> mid-20s. And, yeah. And it... Looking back, I think it's not bad, but I don't, know, I don't really revisit that anymore. Do you still, are those albums still out there? Are they still floating around in the ether somewhere? Or? Yeah, I mean, the problem is, it's like, I did this cover on the first one uh, of a Steve Earle song. Okay, which song? A Galway Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like an obscene amount of listens. Because like, people love Steve like, Earle. I, yeah. yeah, and then they know the song from a movie, or and it's like so... Uh, I, I don't, it's like I want to take it down, but I can't. Like it's like it, get, it gets a lot of. Yeah. I make money off of it. Like well, I every guess month. It might be an introduction to your other stuff. Too, it's right? true. Someone who yeah. might, I mean, some people might just avoid everything else and listen to that only. But mm-hmm. you could have one guy out of ten who digs in, digs it, and yeah. wants to check out more of your stuff. Yeah. And I think about that a lot with the streaming thing. Like yeah. you kind of just like whatever you land on. It's like is that the representation of? Yeah. Of because the people don't listen to albums as no. a whole anymore. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of listening to a record yeah, so front I. to yeah. back in the car or at home. Yeah. Like you know. 
Uh, I try to put stuff on. I try to keep up to date with what's going on. And I host the radio show on University yeah, of Winnipeg. Right, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I kind of feel like it's critical that I sort of keep, keep my ear to the ground. Sure. You know? Yeah. I guess how do you, in this weird dystopia we live in where people will only listen to one song or maybe 10 seconds of a song, does that change how you kind of sequence an album or, or which songs you kind of promote the most or anything? Or do you just put it out there and see what happens? I think we like uh, consider it knowing that most people aren't going to listen to it front to back. Sure, sure. Like, and we still try to curate a, like a, a running order that makes sense to us. For the people who are going to sit are down by the sit LP. Down. And I mean, this is like, especially this thing is like seven songs, like 19 minutes. Yeah, you can probably well, do that. You can get through that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned you're going to be doing another, another record soonish. Um, is that similar style-wise or are you switching things up a bit? Um, I think it'd be a little less like, uh, a little less in-your-face honky-tonk sort okay. of thing. It'll be a little bit more... Um, uh, like, kind of meant for the, like the dance hall sort okay. of thing. Yeah. So you'll have like a lot of shuffling country songs, like danceable music. Yeah. And uh, I mean, is it a good idea? I don't know. It's <laughs> even more sort of further away from, uh, you know, what's seemingly popular than the last records we did. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. in Texas with a guy named Tommy Dedamore. Oh, cool. He's a pedal steel player, older fellow. He's playing it on a ton of records and made some of my favorite records cool. so How I'm going to go down there I just emailed him man I, I knew that I needed to do a record this spring uh, to put out next year Yeah, yeah. and I knew that uh, Grant was going to be busy all year so I had to go somewhere else cool. and it's good you know it's good I don't want to do the same thing again yeah, you know yeah. and I just reached out and, and sort of got a quote and I was like well that's totally not unreasonable yeah. and uh talked about who we wanted to play on it and so it's I mean yeah I'm going down in April that's awesome it's really exciting get a really different vibe down there too be really different and for me it's like these are older guys that I really respect and uh, I don't want to like you know I kind of just want to shut up and learn and you know and listen and uh, and it'll be a little bit a little bit different probably a little bit more traditional like Texas country music than the Bakersfield thing well that makes sense if you're going down to yeah like these guys sort of operate in these it's this totally different world down there for for these guys like in these big dance halls for yeah, three or yeah. four nights a week where people are, you know, it was like music that was uh, designed for people to go and dance to, sure. you know? Whereas here, it's maybe time to change the biggest venue for that. Yeah, and like, and the, and the music that we've been making here in Winnipeg the last couple of years is like, I always say it's like, it's music for drinking and dancing. It is, like, yeah. It's yeah. to you come and have fun. And that's any genre, really, too. I mean, yeah. punk rock or hip-hop or country. Or Winnipeg has like a definite rawness to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like a... You know, we'll play like some pretty hardcore ballads, but it's not like a sit down and listen to every word. If no, you're, no, if you're rowdy, that's that's okay. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. We encourage, yeah. encourage that in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, times change is great for that. For sure, we have all kinds of shows there. There's shows where people are quiet. But there's they're all they're all linked though, right? I mean, they're all there's all like a thematic sound link to whether it's a heavier band or a faster band. Yeah. Or it's all within the same general, I don't know, group of genres. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Typically, yeah. and it's it's at least like. You know, there's the odd dud here and there, but it's like you pretty much get a good act anytime yeah. you go there. I've never been there where it hasn't been pretty much packed. Yeah, yeah. man, especially these days, like it's with the expansion. Right. And uh, I haven't been in there yet since the expansion. Oh man, it's like it's so it's like slowly kind of there's little things that, that changed a bit. Cool. Still has a great vibe. Like still has a vibe where like maybe someone who's uh, operates like. Uh, like in the suburbs or at like Earl's would think it's a dive bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine. Which is, uh, even though it just like, got renovated, which yeah, is kind of funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it's like really, it's great, man. It's, it's a really respectable joint. Cool. Yeah, I know. I like yeah, it there. I just haven't yeah. been in oil, but yeah. You should come down. I should definitely <laughs> come down. <laughs>
where can people hear the record? Um, well, they'll be able to hear it on Bandcamp uh, okay. as of tomorrow. So by the time this is up, yeah, yeah it'll be Bandcamp, okay. and uh, and then you can buy it off there digitally, and then you come buy a record off of us. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, I guess you had pre-orders. Pre did some pre-orders, yeah, which was like I did all that myself, mm. which was kind of like a lot to manage. I believe it, yeah. You know, like you know, um, but I'm happy to do it. It, it feels more personal, I think, that way. Okay. I'm in touch with the people that have ordered, and yeah, yeah. the records have landed at their places. Most of them now. Cool. So yeah. Do you have a lot of records left? I mean, I know it's a short run. Right? I, I, I had I got a, like half of them left, okay. maybe. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, hopefully we move a bunch on the weekend. We're playing in the Brokery as well on Friday night. Okay. At the bar down there is a little sort of tune up so uh, the folks down there will be able to get theirs as well cool and yeah. then it'll probably be by the time this comes out it'll be either happening or just finished but you're doing a Village Idiots drill as well yeah Wednesday night the Village Idiots at 8 o'clock yeah. uh, my first time doing that have you been there for that I've been I've been there yeah we did a, a special show with them a few years ago to promote something and it was uh, it's very cool someone told me it's like way smaller than, than it looks like on online yeah it's, it's a tight fit but it's they, it's they do a really good job cool. with it, so, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah they do man and they, same thing you do like it's like they have like you know, an endless supply of locals. Well, Winnipeg has endless supply of yeah. musicians, so. and of all kinds of different stuff yeah. too. Yeah. What's the best uh, option if someone's hearing about you for the first time on here and wants to you know find out where you're playing shows or hear some of your other records? Uh, SeanBurns.ca. Okay. Everything's linked to there. Like everything you need is sort of linked from there. Okay. Uh, I think people just like go to Facebook these days. I think they do. Or mostly, Instagram. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All that stuff, but it's all linked through the website okay. awesome. and everything. It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well maintained. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And then if people want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 450 whatever episodes are there for people on streaming. Uh, you can also tune in on Sundays on 101.5 UMFM. And those are older episodes that get kind of a boost a few months after they come out as a podcast. Mm -hmm. So uh, they kind of picked up the show after they'd been going in podcast form well, for a few great, months. Man. So they're a little bit behind, but it's kind of cool because, you know, by the time this actually airs on there, it might be spring, summer. Right. But then you could have some new stuff going on. You might have a bunch yeah. more shows people can check out. The yeah. album is going to be obviously out there for streaming and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. it will be, yeah. I was there yesterday with right Jeff on. Robson, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. Right yeah, on, right it's on. Good, yeah. good stuff there. It is good stuff, yeah. It's nice to, nice to have that kind of affiliation, even though this is independent. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I should mention that like I'm on the air on CKUW sure, yeah, every yeah. Tuesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and I'm the fourth host of the show. It's been on for like 10 years. Yeah, it's been on for a long Boots time. Boots and yeah. Saddle, and uh, I've been doing it for three years now. And uh, it's like uh, really the only source for hardcore country music yeah. on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Winnipeg, anyway. So, and I love doing that. That's that's you know. Yeah, that's a good that's a great station too, for sure. Yeah, yeah the, both of them are, and like for, you know, yeah. a, a lot of variety. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, meeting me here. Thank you, me man. Thanks very much. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it.